turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Everybody, it's another Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. This is the Valentine's Day edition. I was going to play some love songs and stuff, but I mean, come on. Let's let's be honest. It's the end of Valentine's Day. If you haven't gotten something for that special someone in your life right now, you're in a lot of trouble. Anyway, a uh, little Queensrÿche from the Empire album. Resistance is the name of uh, that track. This was the uh, album that came out after Operation Mindcrime. Empire, I think, hit right around 1990. Mindcrime was in '88. And um, good album, their best-selling single ever in Silent Lucidity. Uh, I forgot where it went in the charts, but it was a meteoric rise of Silent Lucidity. And probably the song that I hate the le- that I hate the most from Queensrÿche because it's just a ba- it's just a ballad that I just I can't stand. I heard it a million million times on the radio, and there were so many other good songs off of that Empire album that you know just didn't like it. Anyway, look, we got a great show for you tonight. We got news and notes to get to. We got two great guests that are going to be joining me on the program together about a new app that you definitely want to be involved in. Uh, but how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beercast, email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, iTunes, uh, just do a search for A G Craft Beercast, Alexa Ready, Radio.com, iHeart, Hopped Up Network as well. Head over to the Hopped Up Network. You can check out my show and a lot of others whenever you feel like it. Just download them, listen to, listen to them at your leisure. It's very easy. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Ryan Perry and Nick Minone, uh, they are the creators of a new app called Brew You, B-R-U-U, you, and they're going to be joining me on the program. We're going to discuss this app, what's it all about, and why they developed it during this you know crazy, insane, it's hard to believe that next month will be a year, that we're in in uh, in the midst of this pandemic, uh, it's called Brew You is the app. We're going to talk about that in just about twenty minutes from now. Let's dive into beer news, though, because we've got lots of stuff going on. And um, our next segment will focus a lot more on New York centric stuff. But um, in this in this uh, particular instance, Georgia Beer Day is coming on March sixth uh, of this year. So join almost fifty Georgia Craft Brewery Guild members. Uh, statewide to celebrate all things Georgia beer. As part of Georgia Beer Day, listen to this, nearly 50 breweries across Georgia are going to offer a limited edition collector's pint glass. Um, 
The glasses are exclusively available at participating GCBG member breweries. Once the glasses are gone, they are gone. And in partnership with GCBG member breweries and Bolter Glassware, a dollar from every glass will be donated to the GCBG. Uh, the 2021 inaugural pint class is a 16-ounce Libby Becker showcasing full-color art by the talented Larry Chosky, featuring Georgia symbols, the Cherokee Rose, which is the state flower, Live Oak, which is the state tree, Honeybee, which is the state insect, and the Brown Thrasher, which is the state bird, as the centerpiece. They hope to make the collectible pint glasses an annual part of Georgia Beer Day. Breweries will be following all of the health and safety guidelines that are still in effect on March 6th. This may change how Georgia Beer Day works at your local brewery. Each brewery will choose how to participate in Georgia Beer Day. Check with them before stopping in to get a pint as, and, uh, and to purchase a glass as well. Uh, just a few of the breweries that are going to be participating. Arches Brewery, Atlanta Brewing Company, Barrier Island Brewing, Best End Brewing, Bold Monk Brewing, Cherry Street uh, Brewing, Sweetwater Creature Comforts, Dry County Brewing, Eagle Creek Brewing, Eventide, a lot more. For more details... Just go to georgiacraftbrewersguild.org slash georgiabeerday, and you can find out what breweries are participating and how you can get that pint glass. Very cool there. That happens on March 6th. Cape May Brewing Company has announced another addition to their stellar lineup of quality award-winning beers. Their sour IPA with key lime juice, key lime corrosion, hits the shelves throughout New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania, and Delaware on February 22nd. Uh, Co-owner and CEO Ryan Krill says, Key Lime Corrosion has long been a favorite of our local fans. Uh, We're thrilled to finally have the chance to bring it to a much wider audience. It begins with bright and citrusy notes of orange and lemon, and then it's ramped up with intense lime aromas, intensifying the tangy and vibrant finish with puckering tartness and vibrant hops in the balance. So again, this will be available in New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania, and Delaware starting uh, February 22nd. Uh, it started in 2014 um, as the company's first sour beer, and then they started uh, brewing some different uh, variations of it. So, again, Key Lime Corrosion available um, at the Cape May Brewing Company tasting room. It began, They had it available at the tasting room on Friday, February 12th. Distribution throughout New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania, and Delaware begins on Monday, February 22nd. For more information about Cape May Brewing, just go over to capemaybrewery.com or give them a call, 609-849-9933. Our good friends from Trogues have announced the release of their new year, uh, their newest year-round beer. It's called Grand Cacao Chocolate Stout. joins the brewery's lineup of iconic beers such as Perpetual IPA, Troganator, Sunshine Pilsner, Haze Charmer, and Dreamweaver Wheat. This is a deliciously decadent stout with a uh, foundation of rich chocolate malt, caramel malt, and roasted barley, cold steeping on Peruvian cacao nibs and natural vanilla, doubling down on the smooth symphony of chocolate and a splash of milk sugar that delivers a velvety sweet and creamy finish. It weighs in at 6.5% ABV. Grand Cacao boasts flavors of milk chocolate, roasty grains, and hints of sweet cream. It is available now in 12-ounce bottles and in uh, half kegs and and, uh, six-till kegs. Wherever Trogues is sold, of course, you can always go over to Trogues' website to find out more about Grand Cacao. I love that, that it's a 6.5% beer, and it's not one of these bangers at 10 11%. Again, the argument of, I love that it's cold out. You know, and it's, I don't love that it's cold out, but it's cold out. It's the wintertime in most of the country. And I like a good stout now and again, especially on a, you know, on a weekend night, sitting back and enjoying a movie. In fact, one of the beers that I had for Suds and Duds this week uh, was one of um, 
sources new beers, uh, which I, I want to get into that in just a second if I have a chance. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to do it in the next segment um, about some changes uh, within a source and our home brewing contest and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, coming up in uh, in the next couple of months. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But I had uh, their baklava beer that they released last week while sitting watching a movie. So, um, which, by the way, I watched uh, Midnight Sky with George Clooney on Netflix. Got bad reviews. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. If you're looking for something a little deep, um, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic type of, of movie, uh, Midnight Sky is for you. Let's put it that way. Anyway... Um, I, I love the fact that this is a lesser ABV type of beer that you can sit and have more than one if you want to. Um, obviously, the source beer that I had was you know, way over 10%, but that's fine. I split the bottle between me and my wife and sipped it slowly while watching the movie. Probably took about an hour for me to finish the beer. And, you know, that's a good thing when it's that strong. But I like to have something a little bit less than that. So if I wanted to have one, you know, quick and then maybe have another one, I could do that. That's a nice thing. Finally, um... Well, actually, not finally, but Bagby Beer is dropping a beer in cans. To be honest, I wasn't sure if they were canning their beer. Um, I ha- you know, I haven't been there in a number of years, but Bagby out of Oceanside, California, great place. The food's fantastic, but the beer is, is spot on. Uh, they are canning their Sweet Ride, the Brewer's Pilsner. It's brewed with German malt as well as uh, Hallertu and uh, Middlefru hops. It's a 4.1% ABV. Uh, it's coming out in pint cans uh, sometime within the next... Uh, three to four weeks, which is very cool. And then finally, Firestone Walker is creating a beer club, which is interesting during a pandemic to create a beer club. It's called Brewmasters Reserve. It's limited to the first thousand members who register. It's available only to California residents. Uh, the sign up window opened uh, this past Friday, February 12th um, uh, in California. Full details, firestonebeer.com slash brewmasters dash reserve. Again, you can only you have to be a California resident to, to be a part of this. The membership costs $599 plus tax, shippings included. Members receive eight curated collections spanning 27 individual small batch beers, including 14 member-only exclusives. Each collection also comes with glassware chosen by Brindelson, uh, Matt Brindelson, the, uh, the brewmaster, um, uh, to match the selected beers. Brindelson and his team, including Barrelworks Master Blender Jim Crooks and Barrel Program Manager Eric Ponce, will present each collection via online tasting sessions. Uh, members will also be entitled to other benefits, including a 15% savings on Firestone Walker beer and merchandise purchases, early access to online beer releases, priority access to cellar library beers, a 10% savings on dine-in and takeout at Firestone Walker taps rooms, and opportunities to reorder their favorite Brewmaster Reserve exclusives. The membership begins with a welcome box. It includes a stainless steel membership card, custom playing cards, Two leather coasters and dark gray, a Brewmaster's Reserve exclusive barrel-aged ale blended with premium vanilla beans, cocoa nibs, and toasted coconut. The welcome box will be accompanied by the first Brewmaster's Reserve collection, the 2021 vintage of Parabola, along with two new variants, Double Barrel Parabola and Emberana Parabola. The collection will also include two Glencarran glasses. That's pretty cool. For 600 bucks, you're getting a lot of beer, plus glasses, plus tasting sessions, and other benefits as well. Now, you know, at first I was kind of like, oh, why put out a, um, uh, you know, a broom, a, a membership during a pandemic? But this is a cool way to get some rare beers that you couldn't normally get 
uh, from Firestone Walker. But again, you have to be a California resident in order to get them. Now, when we come back after a short break, more news and notes from around the beer world, uh, some New York-centric stuff, and as well, I'm going to give you an update on our um, sources coming back on as a sponsor of the program, but we're not going to do a homebrew contest again this year. And I'll talk about those details coming up next. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Alcatulo, Instagram at Gatulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com or on iTunes. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find the show on that platform. Alexa Ready as well, Radio.com, iHeartRadio, and of course the Hopped Up Network. Just head over to the HoppedUpNetwork.com. Monday mornings before 6 a.m., and you can listen to the podcast version of this program. And there are others on there as well at your leisure. Trying to throw your arms around the world from U2 from the uh, uh, Octung Baby uh, album. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, that was an interesting U2 album. So it's, the follow, it, it's sort of the follow-up to Joshua Tree, right? Because Rattle and Hum came out after Joshua Tree, but it was a mix of live performances and some original studio recordings, and it was U2 trying to be very bluesy, which didn't really work for a lot of people. I liked it. I, I actually enjoyed Rattle and Hum. I enjoyed the concert movie um, when it came out. Um, they tried to play with Stevie Ray Vaughan. They ended up doing something with B.B. King. I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, but this was, the Octone Baby was really the next full album that they did after Joshua Tree that came out in the early 90s. And I was not a big fan of it when it first came out. I thought they were kind of all over the place. Like, they hadn't really tried, like, they had one identity, and now they were trying to change it. But then when you listen to it later on, I find I'm enjoying it more and more. Uh, and I find it's one of the better um, albums that you 2 put out, sort of, uh, it, it, sort of in the same vein as Madonna. Madonna has reinvented herself every single time. She's, she was relative for a very long time. Pop artist to start in the 80s, um, Moved into different things, and then electronica in the '90s when it was becoming big. She's constantly reinvented herself and has become and was the success that she was because of the fact that she changed with the musical times. With Octung Baby, you two just said we're just going to do our thing, and you either like it or you don't like it, but we don't care. This is us, and I really enjoy that. And I think the reason why is because I've been listening more and more to the YouTube channel on Sirius XM. And I find myself gravitating towards it all the time. There's always something going on that they're playing that I actually enjoy, whether it's the influences of music that they, uh, that they play or their own stuff, and I find myself enjoying it more and more. That's just my musical uh, portion here of the show. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Ryan Perry and Nick Minone, the creators of a new app called Brew You. They're going to be joining me on the program. We're going to discuss what the app is all about, why they developed it during this crazy year that we are having. That takes place just under 10 minutes from now. 
Sunday Beer Company, based out of Brooklyn, I have not heard of them, proud to announce it is committed to becoming climate neutral certified. The company will be working with Climate Neutral. It's an independent nonprofit organization that helps companies measure their carbon footprint, offset in its entirety by purchasing quality carbon credits and reduce emissions moving forward. Uh, the decision and natural progression for the brand. Um, they've donated 1% of its revenue to environmental causes since its founding. Uh, but this announcement marks a renewed commitment to its values, one of the first U.S. beer brands to offset all of its carbon emissions, the first in New York City to do so. Uh, to learn more about this, just head over to climateandneutral.org. I, I, I have not heard of this brewery. They're located in Brooklyn, founded by three surfing buddies uh, in 2017, have not really uh, had any of their beer. Uh, they have an easy-drinking craft light lager that's their flagship beer without the adjuncts and high-fructose corn syrup. Uh, they are acro- available across New York City in select retailers throughout New York State as well as in Philadelphia. So I have to look them up and see what's going on there. Now, New York City Beer Week coming up February 26th through March 7th. I'm hoping to have some details on what's going to go on very soon. They're talking about it's going to be a virtual event because of the pandemic. In fact, New York City Beer Week, I think, was the last event, live event that I went to with beer um, you know, in o- almost a year. Yeah, so late February. Um, so uh, as soon as we find out what it is, uh, we'll get those details to you. Hopefully I can uh, expand upon it a little bit more uh, on next week's program. New York City restaurant advocates are commending Governor Cuomo's decision to allow indoor dining ahead of schedule. Eateries now are operating at a 25% capacity. That started this past Friday. New York City Hospitality Alliance Executive Director Andrew Riggi, who we've had on the program before, says this allows restaurants to generate revenue that would have been lost since people will celebrate Valentine's Day throughout the weekend. Now, meantime, the alliance was still pushing the governor to consider increasing dining capacity from 50% rather than 25%. And in that same vein, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams earlier this week said the restaurant industry in the city is dying and that Governor Cuomo's move to open indoor dining this past Friday at 25% is not enough to save it. Adams, who's running for mayor, he's joining, uh, joined restaurant owners earlier this week to demand the state give a timeline of when restaurants can expect the capacity rate to be raised to 50%. He also wants Governor Cuomo to immediately end the 10 p.m. COVID, uh, COVID curfew, extend it till midnight. The borough president says the city and state have not done nearly enough to help the restaurant industry out of its economic mess. And I absolutely agree with the borough president. Um, there is no reason why... Uh, restaurants can't be upped to even 35%, which New Jersey has done. Governor Murphy is being very slow and methodical about it. You may have your... Uh, listen, I'm not a fan of, the, of Governor Murphy, not a fan of Lord Cuomo either, but I do think that Governor Murphy has been very measured in his response. Um, they have maintained indoor dining throughout since it started in September, and there does not seem to be any issues. They haven't pulled back. They've increased a little bit. I'd like to see them get to... I'd like to see New Jersey get to 50% by the end of March. I think that's doable. I think if we're not seeing another spike of infections, I think you can push the envelope to 50%. And I certainly think that New York can do the same thing. Um, I think if in if 25% in the next two weeks we don't see a spike anywhere, I think you can push that envelope maybe to 35 or 40% or even 50%. I think it can happen. I think we can get to some sort of normalcy by the summer. The more people that are getting vaccinated, the easier it will be to open things up. Um, Bradley Brew Project is expanding deliveries now to include Burlington, Somerset, Union, Essex, and Hudson counties. Uh, that started this past weekend. Uh, they've got a couple of different beers that are out. Uh, Destroyed Happy, it's a triple dry hopped imperial IPA with milk sugar that clocks in at 9.5%. 
They've got Girl, I Love You. That's a milkshake IPA, lactose vanilla peach puree from John's Cracker Barrel in Shark River Hills, New Jersey at 8.2%. Please talk about it, a West Coast-style pale ale uh, at 6%. And, of course, Unicorn Girls, one of their signature beers, hazy uh, pale ale with Citra, Simcoe Mosaic, Huel Melon, and Milk Sugar that clocks in at 5.4%. You can sign up for text message notifications to get early accesses. On all releases of Bradley Brew Project, easy for me to say, plus a discount on your order, you can text JOIN, the phrase JOIN, to 1-844-312-6642. That's 844-312-6642 if you live in the state of New Jersey. Now, finally, the boys from Source are back again as advertisers to the program. We're going to start up next month in March. I teased last week about how uh, we would be doing the homebrew contest again and I had a meeting with Phil uh, la- the Thursday before last. He actually called me. He says, this uh, true uh, true story, called and he said, are you in your pajamas? Which was about 7.30 at night. And I said, yes, I am. And I said, are you are you in front of my house? And he said, no. He said, but I'm driving up to stop to drop off beer at Paragon Tap and Table. Come meet me for a drink. Uh, I went over and met with Phil. Did not have beer. I actually had three seltzers while I was sitting there. And... Um, we're all set to do it again. We were gonna we we agreed to do the homebrew contest. We're gonna get things rolling, but in fact, the boys are actually brewing Mike Randisi's winning brew. That started last week, and if I'm not mistaken, Patty's beer, which came in second, his Kolsch, uh, was being brewed this weekend, this past weekend. Uh, but unfortunately, we had to cancel the homebrew contest between Thursday and Saturday when I was supposed to go down to the brewery uh, and meet up with the guys to, uh, with Mike Randisi's beer last Saturday. Apparently, uh, some things happened. I'm not going to get too much into it. Suffice it to say, some folks feel that they are the center of the universe. I'm going to leave it at that. So we decided we're not doing the homebrew contest again. I'm sorry, uh, but it's it's not going to happen this year. And I don't know if Source is going to go back to it again. Uh, I'll leave the um, I, and I'm going to leave it right there. I'm not going to I'm not going to dive further into it. However, good news: Source is going to be pairing up with another brewery. To do a collaboration. That's kind of the, the, the mode that we're going in now. Uh, don't know yet whom it's going to be. We're thinking, obviously, about a New Jersey brewery to pair up with. Uh, not sure if a portion of the proceeds will go to a charity or not. Uh, we're going to brainstorm over the next several weeks as soon as we have something concrete. Of course, we will get the word out to you. Um, I would love to see it with another New Jersey brewery. Maybe we get you guys involved, the fans, to see which brewery you'd like to uh, see Source pair up with. And, of course, uh, obviously it's got to fit within uh, the schedules of both breweries because, obviously, this takes time. Now, Mike Randisi's beer should be out sometime in uh, mid to late April, and I believe Patty's beer will probably be after that, probably sometime in May. But very excited to try those two beers upscaled uh, to a professional level. Unfortunately, no homebrew contest again this year. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to go too much far, uh, farther into it. I do know the story behind it, but I don't feel like revealing it. It's not really, it's sort of uh, personal business, and we'll leave it at that. Now, when we come back after a short break, but, oh, by the way, very happy that Source is back on as an advertiser, including Michaels of Brooklyn as well. Love those guys. Love supporting both of them. Uh, it's a great thing. Now, when we come back after a short break, Ryan Perry, Nick Minone, the creators of a new app called Brew You, will join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, the Valentine's edition of the program. I don't know if, uh, if, you're, if it's Valentine's Day right now and you are listening to this program and not when you're a significant other. Maybe you got a problem and you need to get it checked. But anyway, follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo. That's G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. We're on iTunes. Uh, just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. Alexa Ready as well. Radio.com, iHeartRadio. And we're also on the Hopped Up Network. All you do is head over to the Hopped Up Network Monday mornings before 6 a.m. And you can check out the podcast version of this show, as well as a plethora of other shows that you can download and listen to at your leisure. Now, say it isn't so, my next guests are two guys who, in the midst of a pandemic, decided there had to be a better way to buy someone a beer, a drink at a bar, and do do the whole thing while still social distancing. So, they did what any smart guy would do. They came up with an app for that. For more info, you just go to brewuapp.com, and brew is spelled B-R-U, uh, the, the, the uh, phrase U, Y-O-U, app.com. You can download it to your phone and start using it, but right now it's only in the Philadelphia area, but we're going to get more into that in just a moment. Let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, Ryan Perry and, and Nick McGon. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Ryan, Nick, how are, how are you guys? Al, we're doing, we're doing great. We're doing awesome. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you, Al. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And Nick, did I get the pronunciation right? Close enough, Mingone. Mingone. Okay, very good. Well, you know, it's the Italian thing. You know what it, I mean? It's just you know sometimes exactly. you get all these uh, vowels in there, it screws everything up. But anyway, we have seen yeah, so we're many. All, we're all Python. Right. Exactly. So we've seen so many ups and downs for bars, restaurants, and breweries during the pandemic. Are they open? Are they closed? Takeout only? Cash? No cash? Um, you know, all the all these crazy stuff, open for 25%, 50%, whatever it is. Was this the impetus for creating this app? Well, actually, Al, um, the idea, surprisingly enough, uh, we came up with probably about four years ago. Uh, Nick and I were sitting at a bar in South Philly mm. and uh, throwing a couple back and really had just been like, I wish we could get a friend out. Um, you know, get him off the couch, have him out. You know, we're not going to Venmo him 10 bucks, but maybe if we were able to buy him a drink or a shot that was sitting at the bar, it could get him off and uh, off the couch and into the bar to hang out with us. Now, fast forward, I guess what, Nick, you know, three, three and a half years, the idea really was, was, um, was, uh, was sent into the stratosphere when we started developing the app and the idea around it. And then when COVID happened, it was like, oh, wow, well, this is one of those scenarios going on in the world right now. Restaurants, bars, breweries are taking a, a, a hit that was completely unforeseen. And something like this could possibly be uh, helpful in, in supplementing income while also keeping them connected to their loyal patrons and also just friends staying connected uh, uh, through the app and being able to buy drinks. Mm-hmm. So, Nick, how does the app work? The app looks it has a very social feel to it. You'll log on. You'll see on the homepage all of the activity in the app. It'll show you who's buying who drinks, where those drinks are being purchased, what the drink is. So it's very social, allows people to see, hey, Ryan's at XYZ Bar. Let me send him a drink. Or, oh, so-and-so just redeemed a drink from Fergie's Pub. I love Fergie. Maybe I should go check it out. So it has a very social feel. Okay. And then really from there, it's uh, just giving you the ability to send a drink to a friend, click of a few buttons, and all of a sudden they have a drink they can go redeem. 
So you guys are from Philly, and that's your starting point. Um, and so right now the app is available at certain. You can't use this all over uh, Philadelphia. It can only be used at certain at certain places. Have you guys made uh, any attempt to branch out to neighboring states to see if people are interested, or are you just trying to you know get all the tweaks and stuff out of it in Philly first? Yeah, I mean, I guess we look at Philly as our home market, and if there was anywhere to watch it, it's right in our backyard. We have no problems about spreading to other cities. It was more like, hey, let's prove that the idea works and mm. then branch out. But we have been getting a lot of interest from other cities after uh, some some press ran on the news and people have been reaching out, requesting bars in their local towns. So there is absolutely nothing stopping any bar, restaurant, brewery owner from signing up. doesn't matter where they are. The more, the merrier. Yeah, Al, we actually... Uh... We had a bar request for uh, for 49th State Brewing in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh wow! <laughs> so just just a just a little uh, you know hop skip and a jump from from South Philly, but uh, you know we'll <laughs> right. get there eventually. So now, what is uh, Ryan? Maybe you can answer this. And we're talking with Ryan Perry and Nick Magone, uh, the creators of a new app that allows you to buy a drink for someone, no matter if you are at the bar, etc., or not. It's called Brew You. For more info, just go to brew, B-R-U-U-app.com. You can download it right to your phone. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So, Ryan, uh, what is the, is there a cost to the bar in order to, to, to have this app? Is it a cost to the, the person who's downloading the app to use it, or is there no cost at all? So there's no cost at all to the user, right? Okay. So it's free to sign up. There's no ongoing subscription. And then on the bar, restaurant, or brewery side, there's no fee to sign up. There's no ongoing subscription fee. The way that there's a fee that's incurred is uh, is at the point of purchase. And so what would happen is, let's say we take into consideration almost, you know, what a what a deduction would be on a drink from a happy hour. Say it's twenty percent or fifteen percent. Mm. There would be an end cut that would come out of the original drink purchase that would come back to us to to cover our processing side. Uh, but also, you know, we take into consideration volume, we take into consideration relationships, all of those different types of things that we go into when we're um, when we're, we're going into the fee discussion with mm-hmm. bars, breweries, and restaurants. So it's really a minimal. It's 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 really a minimal cost to the bar if they t- if they decide to take this app. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The way again we consider it is like this: uh, Al, I buy you a drink, right? right? And you're you're sitting behind the mic right now. I'm in my house right now. You're not sitting at that bar, but now you have the now you're like, you know what? I might go in there and I'll get that beer from Ryan, and I might sit down and have uh, maybe I'll have another one. Maybe I'll get some wings or a burger. And now you're actually getting someone to come in the the bar or the restaurant right, and that may not have been thinking at it. Right, exactly. So it's like the impetus to them continuing to go into the bar and spending more money, um, and especially at a point when, you know, hopefully everybody can go into bars uh, like we used to. Right, right. In the old days, like when we used to go to concerts and see shows, when we used to interact with people without a mask, I totally get it. Now, the app requires you to give over your contacts, and of course, you have to put in a credit or debit card in order to pay for the purchase. Now, with people wary of, of giving over that type of personal info, uh, Ryan and Nick, was that an issue for you guys in the creative process or not at all? In terms of collecting people's payment information, I mean, we did everything on our end that we worked with the most reputable, you know, security sites that are, you know, part of uh, the storage side of it. So everything mm-hmm. that we've done, you know, our due diligence on, we've done our best to protect user data. But just like someone's 
logging their credit card info or Apple Pay or Google, you know, Android Pay into whatever service they're using, it should be the same experience with us. Okay, uh, that's that's good. I mean, you know, I'm I'm so I, I guess I'm, I act like a luddite because I'm I'm over the age of fifty now, so I always feel like I'm like I don't know if I want to put my credit card in this information. Meanwhile, I do it for other transactions all the time. So what what's the difference? But the eventual goal. Obviously, for the app guys, Ryan Perry and Nick Manone, uh, you're you're looking to go nationwide and then eventually maybe worldwide with this. If it you know if it really takes off, yeah, I think right, exactly. That's a, that's a great point. Now, I mean, from, from Philadelphia out to the to the West Coast, and you know, and then international would be would be great uh, if, if it gets to that when it gets to that point. Um, like Nick had said, Philadelphia being our test market right now, we've seen a lot of, of jump up in users and bar interest and. We'll, uh, we'll see how things continue on, but I think the idea has a, a ton of weight behind it, and I think if more people get uh, in tune with what we're doing here, it could be something that spreads like wildfire. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing for you know, our partners on the, the bar, restaurant, brewery side, mm-hmm. if we run into another shutdown and you know, people can't go in anymore, this is still a way to bring in revenue. If I'm buying Ryan a drink and the bar that I'm buying the drink at is you know, closed to the public at that time, I can still interact with Ryan and send him a drink that he can redeem in the future. But that bar gets paid as soon as that purchase is made. So as soon as I bought Ryan that drink, even though they're closed, they're still getting paid for that. Oh, so that's a, that's a good thing. So it's essential. It's almost like buying a gift card for somebody. The the restaurant or brewery or or bar is getting the money immediately, which helps them. Yeah. That's that's all right. So that's huge that's and a great incentive for people if they want to do that. Now, if people want to partner up with you, whether it's a brewery, a distillery, a restaurant, a bar, how can they do so, guys? Sure. So obviously, um, Al, you've done great with, with plugging the website. You would you could start off by going there. You could sign the bar up in just a, a couple steps. Uh, or, of course, you could get in touch with myself uh, or Nick. Um, pretty easy, Ryan at BrewUF.com, and then also Nick at BrewUF.com. We're available um, throughout Instagram. It's BrewU underscore app. And, of course, uh, on Facebook. So we're, we're happy to talk with any bar, brewery, restaurant, anybody who has questions about this, generally using the app. Um, we're, uh, we're all ears. All right. Sounds good. My guests have been Ryan Perry and Nick Minone, the creators of a new app that allows you to buy a drink for someone. No matter if you're in the bar, you're in the brewery, or not, you can do it right from home. It's called Brew You. For more info, just go to brew, B-R-U-Y-O-U app.com. You can download it right to your phone. And, of course, you can get in touch with the guys if you own a brewery, restaurant, or bar, and you want to get this app going so that you can start making some purchases and uh, get a little bit uh, of extra income. Guys, thanks so much for joining me tonight. If there's anything I can do to help out with the app, just let me know. Al, thank you very much. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Now, if this doesn't bring me back to the 90s, I don't know what will. Little Eric Johnson, Cliffs of Dover, as we're here on the final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, which, of course, as always, is suds and duds for this Valentine's Day edition. And before I dive into 
uh, some of the suds and duds that I did have. I wanted it, um, to just just to mention because I didn't get a chance to mention this because this was back on Saturday, January thirtieth. We did this. New York State uh, Brewers Association um, did a a three way kind of um, a collab beer along with. Uh, a virtual tasting and kind of tour of these different breweries. So the breweries that were involved were uh, Prison City Brewing, Hudson Valley Brewing, and um, Other Half. And so you got two of each beers from the breweries, from Prison City, from Other Half, and from Hudson Valley Brewery. And then there was a collab uh, with these three uh, called Live From Somewhere, a double dry-hopped Imperial uh, IPA. And then also they had food from different places. And to be honest with you, the, the names of the food people, I know the one was the hot oil, this, this hot oil that was just unbelievable, that you could just basically spread it on anything and it was great. Uh, cheese uh, from uh, New York. They had a salami uh, from somewhere in New York. And then chocolates from a place in Syracuse that paired with the Wham Wham Stout from uh, Prison City. And then you got this uh, Zoom call where you got to uh, get tours of the breweries, uh, explain the different beers and why we were having them and what some of them, what you could pair them up with, et cetera, et cetera. This was a great event. I did this with two of my buddies. Uh, we were in my man cave in the basement. The box was 185 bucks. It was absolutely worth the money uh, to get the beers because they sent you a, um, a four-pack or a six-pack of the collab, whatever it was, and then two of each of the other beers. So we all got to take beers home. It was just great. We had such a great time. Uh, and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, it is definitely something a- that that you should take part in because they'll ship it to a bunch of different states as well, which is great. So I got it shipped to New Jersey. They'll ship in New York. They'll ship it a couple of different states around the country. And then you can just dial in on the day of the uh, the event and you get to see the entire thing uh, from beginning to end. Now, they're doing another one. Uh, this is taking place. Uh, when is this? Saturday, March 13th from 4 to 6.30 p.m. Uh, it's going to be with Common Roots, uh, ex-brewery at CIA, and Resur- uh, excuse me, Common Roots, brewery at CIA, and Resurgence Brewing. So this is Saturday, March 13th, again, from 4 to 6.30 p.m. It's, uh, you're going to get uh, beer, tasting glasses. That's the other thing I forgot. Snacks are, are included as well. Um, and then in addition to receiving beer from each brewery, uh, pass holders, We'll also receive an exclusive three-way collaboration beer from the participating breweries. The purchase directly helps the New York State Brewers Association. It is awesome. So you get you get uh, glasses, you get stickers, you get food kits from the Culinary Institute of America. Details to be announced. You get a two and a half hour interactive interactive tasting experience, and then the different beers you're going to get from a common route. You're going to get their original concept New England IPA and their tasteful deception mixed berry wild ale. A brewery at the brewery at the CIA, you're going to get uh, a Belgian style wit beer and a Vienna lager, and then at Resurgence Brewing, you're going to get Tiny Juice Monsters, which is a Buffalo style IPA, and then you're going to get the Ward Rainbow Sour, which is a fruited sour ale, and then finally the collab on this is called New York Stout of Mine. So it's a stout, it's a pastry stout at seven percent uh, ABV. So with these three breweries involved, this is really cool. I'm telling you. Um, it is a lot of fun. Uh, I had a blast. Things are different. The tickets for this event are $180. Just go to thinknewyorkdrinknewyork.com, l- click on uh, events, and you'll find it there. Halftime Beverage is uh, shipping this to seven states, Connecticut, 
Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is not a state. Uh, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Of course, you have to be 21 years or older in order to uh, take part in this. It's an awesome event. Trust me. It's absolutely worth it. You get a couple of buddies. You chip in. You go to somebody's house. You set up the Zoom. I set it right up on my laptop. We had a blast. It was such a great time. Uh, absolutely, it is worth the money. And, of course, in uh, our second segment of the show, as soon as we know what's going on with the New York City Brewers Association uh, and we find out what's going on with New York City Beer Week, we will absolutely let you, let you know. Let's dive into Suds and Duds. Nugget Nectar by Trogues. This is a, a, you know, a seasonal beer. It only comes out once a year. It is a fantastic beer. It's a classic it's definitely something you you should you should get. It only comes out around this time. If you see it on tap somewhere, absolutely get it because once it's gone, it's gone, and you don't want to be uh, you don't want to miss out on it. Nugget Nectar is always a solid, fantastic beer. Uh, got a chance to pick up Imaginarium from Icarus. Uh, got this over at Nosvino. Uh, I I bought it. The, the only reason why I bought it is because they were using Scottish hops, and my my uh, my old neighbor is part Scottish. So that's the only reason why I got it. I like the can. It was kind of cool, but it's Icarus. I mean, come on. Scottish Oats, fantastic. I mean, it's just a great beer. Uh, we all had, uh, you know, kind of a pour of it, uh, split two cans between, uh, between three of us. Excellent beer. As usual, Icarus is always doing a fantastic job knocking it out of the park. Uh, got a chance to pick up a Visual Cortex. Uh, this is VC uh, number four. VC five actually came out this weekend, uh, from this past weekend from Source. I'll have a review on that hopefully next week. Juicy Pineapple, again, another winner. All of these Visual Cortex beers are at least 10%, which is fantastic. It's just a great beer. And uh, once again, the guys from Source are always doing such a great job, and I'm so happy that they are back as an advertiser on the program. And I can't wait to do uh, more good things with Source Brewing. If you haven't been there, you can go there. It's 35% capacity now. They can let a few more people in. They have stuff on draft. You can pick up something. You know, you can pick up something there. They do an amazing, amazing job. And in fact, they're talking about increasing their outdoor capacity come the spring summer uh, to have more people there because they, their piece of land extends like right to the um, the property line of Delicious Orchard. So they're talking about doing a little bit more room out there as well uh, to get more people in there so they're not jammed up. That is always a good thing. Uh, while I was at Nosvino uh, this uh, past week, uh, was it this past week or the week before? The week before. Uh, saw a beer that caught my eye. As usual, sometimes, you know, there were beers that catch my eye because uh, of the can art. Well, this one immediately struck me because I'm a Star Trek fan. Mr. Sulu IPA. Oh, my. A zero, a zero Gravity Craft Brewing uh, out of Vermont did this one. As soon as I saw Mr. Sulo, I said, I have to get this. It's a Star Trek beer. I got to get it. I don't care if it's, if it's horrible, if it's delicious. I have to get it because it's Star Trek. Dry on the finish, slight bit of juice, nice hop in this. This was a very, very good beer. Uh, there was some sediment there, so next time I crack one of these open, kinda, I got to roll the can a little bit, mix that sediment around. Don't know if they wanted you to drink it directly from the can, but, of course, for visual effect, I want to get it in the glass uh, and pour it out there. But this was... A really good beer. I was very surprised uh, at how good it was. And then I had, I bought a bottle of this. I should have bought, I should have bought two bottles of this. Uh, the Ottoman Baklava by Source. This is a fantastic beer. Uh, vanilla, cinnamon, slight hint of honey, co- uh, uh, coconut, chocolate. Everything about this beer worked. Um, shared uh, the bottle with my wife. I should have bought two bottles so I could have shared it. 
uh, with some friends of mine, uh, or maybe I've just bought the bomber bottle that they were selling. Fantastic beer. So good. Everything about it was great. It was one of those beers where initially you take the sip, it's cold, you kind of let it sit and warm up a little bit, and as it warms up, the complexity of those flavors uh, really, really shine through. And uh, once again, Source just knocking it out of the park with these these 375-milliliter bottles of beer. I I just love it. I, I can't get enough of it. I could drink... I could have drank two bottles of that uh, of that beer. It was that good. Uh, and then again, I wanted to mention the collab again from this New York State uh, event that we did. Other half, Prison City and a Hudson Valley Brewery. Uh, the beer was called Live from Somewhere. It was a double dry hopped uh, Imperial IPA that clocked in at uh, 8%. Really, really creamy, juicy, great head on it. Uh, just a fantastic beer uh, and enjoyed it very much. And, I, you know, again, I think what the, the New York State Brewers Association is doing for these types of events where you have virtual and you're kind of getting these little tours of the brewery and stuff, it's excellent. It's a great price if you split it between three people. Uh, it really comes out to be very uh, inexpensive. You know, kind of breaks down to about $40 a person. And you're getting beer and food out of it as well. Not bad. Now, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show as well as my guest uh, or guests, Ryan Perry and Nick Minone. They're the creators of this app called Brew You. Download it now. Uh, and, and definitely it's going to be right now it's in the Philadelphia area, but it is certainly going to be in other areas soon enough. Hopefully I can help them out with that, uh, to get them into places in New Jersey. And of course, last but not least, the great buddy Watson back live on the Joe Piscopo show for me at 6am. This is the Alcatulo craft beer cast on AM 970. The answer cheers, everybody.